What is going on lads, my name is The Midnight Kid and welcome to episode 1 of the Pez Universe podcast. We're finally back rebooting the podcast. I think it must be the 10th time that we've rebooted it now. But this time we're going to be making the Pez Universe podcast a weekly show. Every Thursday night we're going to be on the airwaves and we're going to be getting guests in. We're going to be talking about the past, present and future of the Pez series. Preparing for Pez 2020, our hopes and dreams for where we would like to see the series go. Talking about some of the issues that Pez 2019 has. And joining me tonight and for the future of this podcast series, we're going to be having a brand new co-host. A lot of you might know him already in the Pez community. He's an absolute beast. For those of you that don't, he's one of the best Pez players around. He's just fresh off a plane from Barcelona where he was at an eFootball event doing analysis for them guys. And he is an absolute legend within the community. Introduce yourself to these good fine people, man. It is the Wesatron. Hi, I'm 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 happy to be here. Uh, thank you for the the glowing introduction. It's it's uh, it's always good to be on the party. Yeah, uh, you told me I had to yourself. give you a glowing introduction, or else you weren't going to come well, on and be the coach. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, I'm such a diva now. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. You know, you, you get onto a you get onto an e football pro show, and you know, the, you know, there's people knocking down my door now. I'm yeah, it's crazy. Still, I'm surprised you actually took the call when I rang you on Skype. <laughs> I, was, I was shocked. To be fair, it was screened by my PA. So. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> no, in all fairness, just, just full disclosure, there is no PA. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to be kicking back with the new season, I suppose. I mean, this is probably this is probably the can before the storm because obviously E3 is in June. We'll probably get a bit of information before that as we have for the last couple of years. So, I mean, me and you got together and we just kind of said, if we were going to bring back the podcast... We wanted to do it right, more regular. I suppose we've kind of pissed about with it for a while, mainly down to me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, thanks for being the co-host, I suppose, and, and, and leading the charge because you're a huge part behind the scenes, I suppose, as well as uh, your streams and stuff. So I suppose you're a big reason why. I think, you know, we brought back the podcast. I mean, you always have a lot to say. You've got a lot of opinions, Wes, so it probably makes a bit of sense to... to to just spitball which i suppose yeah i mean i think uh i think with with myself normally i i sit on the fence quite a lot you know to to those listening to this it, it wouldn't be a surprise if i was to sit on the fence quite a lot but i think there's it's almost getting to a little bit of a tipping point for me in terms of where we are in in the state of of pez um i think it you know it's it's you know we're what six seven months in now if if not longer you know the months merge together almost um but I, I think the state of the game at the moment i think we're getting to that kind of tipping point of you know is it gonna get to that next stage are we gonna get that next level of gameplay are we gonna get that next level of you know uh, content going into the game or is it gonna be more of the same uh i don't know about your your view on it or your your view of the the state of the game uh Bess? I think everyone has an opinion on where Pez is at at the moment, and that might be the best way of 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 launching into this to this uh, episode of the podcast. In terms of, I have I am a little bit disillusioned. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and say I'm not, especially with my club this year one v one. I've spoken about it before quite a bit. Co-op, I think co-op is where it's at. I think that's where co-op. Yeah. Co-op is my favorite mode. It's the mode I've played the most. Uh, in terms of where my position is at the moment, I suppose when you're talking about the broader, in the broader sense of the Pez landscape, do I still have faith in Konami and this development team and stuff? You know, now and for Pez 2020 and going forward, I I do, I do. My glass is more, it's it's half full rather than half empty. Um, mm-hmm. I know that mightn't surprise a lot of people. I am a I am a guy that would 
probably rather be looking forward to something rather than looking forward to shit on something rather um but i definitely think my glass personally speaking is 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 half full rather than Mm -hmm. half empty but i mean are you in a similar kind of are you in a similar position is your glass threatening to spill over i don't know is it kind of is it like is it something that last month were you in a different position than you are this month or is it just kind of been steadily growing over the last couple of months i I think i think for me i think it's been it's been steadily kind of growing uh i think i think if it was to if it was to go with the the glass half full glass half empty analogy i think my glass has now got a crack in it um (laughs) it's 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 getting to that stage where i i'm i'm struggling to find a reason as to to play the game for example i'm you know and and i've said this a lot on twitter i've said it a lot on my streams you know as content creators you're having to create series to keep your enjoyment in the game because i think this year i think you could argue and say that uh pairs became too or too orientated to competitive play mm. you know having the weekly pairs league as, as as good as it is to get you know uh, a reward at the end of the week um it's too geared towards the competitive player now yeah. there's no real casual games you can have unless you you know you're playing against your buddy or unless you're you know um you know unless unless you've got something there that you can go oh, actually well there's this there's a casual mode here pez league although they i think they normally say it's optional but i think there needs to be something there for the casual player mm. um because i think there's too much of you know for the likes of myself when i try and you know pay competitively yeah great it's it's great for me because there's always something to play for but if you're just you know joe blogs who wants to just kick on you know, and have a couple of just casual games of pairs. Wants to try some formations. Wants to have a you know a play about with some of the legends that they may have got through my club. The game isn't really suited to that anymore, yeah. which is is a weird it's a weird little kind of uh, kind of subsection of how pez is right now. Mm. Um, you know, uh, and I think for me, I think that's that's where the balance is off uh, in terms of at least for for a game structure standpoint. From someone that's played a lot of a lot of pays competitively or at a high level level such as yourself do you agree that the gameplay is kind of gone more in the route of it doesn't matter if you've played 200 games you're going to get a couple of breaks that can decide a game and then the content itself doesn't have that same outlook where it's kind of like you know we want you to sit down here we want you to log in every day we want you to invest in the game yeah, I mean, I mean, you, the the main kind of feature of of of, of this pez and and is going to be a major talking point, I think, for for a couple of pezes because I can see carrying on is the is the the feature players each week. Yeah. Um. You know, the fact that they're microtransaction only, the fact that there's no GP to unlock them, the fact that you can't actually go and earn them. You know, I, I think I think people would be more at home with it if you had to go and earn it through an offline challenge, or you had to win a certain percentage of games in the week. Yeah. You know, or yeah. or do something of of that of that ilk. Um, but I think, like you said, I think the the content is not um, consistent enough, and it's not it's not um, it's not kind of uh, regular enough. I think there are some weeks where you'll get a bonus for playing co-op. Then some weeks it'll be, oh, well, actually you'll get a, you know, you'll get an agent that will do this, or you, you know, you'll get something else. And it, it's it's not 
you know, I think it kind of goes back to the, the My Club Rewards type of deal. But in terms of the gameplay itself, yes, I'd say the, the gameplay itself is very more, much more pick up and play than it has been in previous years. And I think the skill gap, there isn't, I think the skill gap now comes more from, from kind of the exploits that you can learn to get yourself in. For example, near post corners, long you know, long ball corners, you know, there's there's loads of different things that people can do to learn it. But I think the skill gap's getting narrower because the game is so pick up and play. For example, you could go up against a two hundred rated opponent tomorrow, uh, you know, and lose four nil. You know, you could be sitting on a thousand rated, but you could play a two hundred rated guy. He has, like you said, a couple of lucky things here and there or a couple of things that he's engineered and all of a sudden you you know you're staring down the hole of losing probably fourteen or fifteen points, you know, the the you know, from the ranking system. So yeah. I think I think the content needs to be at a stage where it's it's more regular than what it is now. Yeah, and as you say, as you mentioned there, if you sit down and you're playing, especially somebody like yourself, obviously no, not everybody streams Pez, but even from I suppose in layman's terms, the average Pez player is going to sit down and spend two hours playing Pez. All it takes is one loss and four of the previous wins or five of the previous wins you're going to be no better off in the rankings because of the way that it's yeah. set up. You know I've played a lot of co-op, I suppose, and that's my bread and butter in terms of my content and the way that I enjoy the content and how I like to play Pez this year. I mm. do think you make a very good point there in terms of the pick-up and playability of Pez. This year especially, um, I mean, you don't have to scroll through Twitter or through any forums or whatever to to come across this this term that's been coined in online game and especially in sports game for the last couple of years scripting momentum balancing whatever you want to call it um it's kind of getting to the point now where it's definitely worth a discussion in terms of if scripting was there would the best players in the world or the top 10 percent of players in the world be able to win consecutive you know if 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 it was a thing that i've had conversations with people and i suppose i'm after going into this point without really meaning to go into this point but i've had conversations with people where they've pretty much said to me that they believe a match is predetermined that if they're going to be playing a guy that is 600 rated um or 700 rated and it's you know fifth match in a row or fourth match in a row whatever that no matter what they do they're going to concede a corner they're going to get like that there's nothing that they can do on the pitch that day they're just going to lose that match and I kind of argue against that because if that was the case you wouldn't have the same guys winning Pez League or representing that Pez League and stuff or am I am I missing a trick there like is it is it I think there's been there's been times on the streams where I've said you know where I've been kind of two or three goals down and even then, I'll say to people, Do "You know what? I only need one goal, and it will it will swing it." Swing and it. I don't know whether I, I don't know whether I mean it in the sense of uh, whether subconsciously I'm thinking there's some type of scripting. I'm not saying there is because I, I genuinely don't believe there is. Because if if that were the case, then all the games that I win, it doesn't you know yeah. it, all the games that I win are scripted, and all the games that I lose are scripted. So yeah. it, you know, for me, it doesn't exist. But Again, that doesn't stop people believing in it, and it also doesn't stop people having several cases. You know, you see videos on on my, you know, I see videos on my timeline, kind of almost daily, of people yeah. going, "How does this happen? How does this happen?" But I definitely feel swings in games. I, I don't, I don't know why, but it always seems to be whenever you've scored a goal, that tends to be then you can kind of follow it up with two or three. Whether that's a case that 
your opponent then decides, oh, okay, well, I've conceded one, I can't, um, I, 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 you know, I'm going to concede more. Whether that's a psychological blow you hit or whether it's something within the game, I'm not, you know, I'm not well equipped enough to answer that question. Yeah. But for me, it's more of a psychological thing where if I get one goal back, I'll, I'll, I'll go, okay, well, I can push on and get another one and another one, and, and then you, you turn the game on its head. That for me, it's more of a psychological thing than it is anything else. Yeah, like that's a that's actually an excellent point that you made there. In the fact that if I play you in ten matches, and you beat me seven or eight of the games out of the ten, and I complain of scripting in the games that you beat me, does like what are you seeing when you're playing me and you're beating me? Like, you know what I mean? Are you seeing the scripting? Yeah. Like, when somebody loses, I understand, and I'm, as I said, I'm a big my club player, uh, a big co-op player. I lose games. I think me and my brother, when we play, we have a fairly good win ratio, but we do lose games every now and again, whether it's, you know, we're not concentrating, we come up against beastly players. But, you know, when I'm winning games and I'm beating guys and I'm scoring really good goals... Like, am I supposed to kind of think that the game is choosing to help me win? You know, because that would take from, as I said, if you were to play me 10 times and beat me 7 times. Mm-hmm. Are the 7 times that you're beating me, the only reason that you're beating me because the game decides that it's going to give you... Like, is it more that when you lose, you kind of look for excuses or you look for things that are... Like, things are there... The things that you lose by... Are also that happen when you lose a game are also happening when you're winning four or five nil. It's just yeah. microscoped when you're losing because you kind of start thinking, "Oh, look at that! Fuck's sake, Mbappe! Like, why, why are you not miss? You know, why are you miscontrolling that or why are you doing that?" But if you're up four or five nil and he miscontrols it, chances are you probably won't even. You won't even it. register. Yeah, you won't even register that it's happened. You know, but like yeah. it's it it is it is a difficult one to. It is a difficult one to put your finger on exactly. That's yeah, because for for, oh, for me, for, sorry, sorry, no, because for for me as well. On the flip side, uh, and to to kind of argue the other side of it is is that um, I also see videos where people complain of scripting or they complain of uh, you know of, of of momentum. But I also see when I watch those videos, I can see exactly what they should have done, okay. and they didn't do it. Yeah. So then they. You know, lose the ball in a super position, and then somebody knocks it in. They go, "Oh, that's script." Mm-hmm. I think I think scripting has become a byword for anything over and above that somebody's just better than the other person. Yeah, I think it's become a, a word that everybody just it just gets thrown out there as a blanket term. Mm. You know, if I it, you know if you if you're thrown goal and you hit the post like four times, like on the you know like for example, you take it round the keeper and you hit the post four times with four shots, like. I can be like, oh, okay, there, there's something might be in there, right? But if you're like, oh, okay, well, what I did was uh, I I tried to clear it out my back line, but instead of just hammering it downfield or instead of you know clearing it out of play to allow my team to reset, I've tried to play it out from the back and then somebody stole in and got the ball and scored. I'm like, well, you could have done something to prevent that. For me, if, if you're going to call something scripting, it's going to be something that is completely unpreventable. Mm. You know, that's that's how I would view it. If it's something that is completely unpreventable and it's something that, you know, then affects your game, f- fine. But if it's something you can get rid of and something you can do to get rid of it or something you can do to change the outcome, that's something you've got to look at as yourself as a player. Yeah, that's 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 my take on it. 
Yeah, it's a very it is a very difficult one because nobody likes to admit when they lose that you know what I mean that it was it was you lost to the better team or you you were no you were one hundred percent to blame for that. I think there's always an element of online game and that's kind of anonymous where you can just basically say oh like fuck that fella like you know his his internet <laughs> was shit or but that's what yeah. does happen. I mean I I'd be playing other games and I'd be saying like oh like. Uh, no wonder he killed me there he'd a better gun or no wonder this or no wonder that and sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's just like look you know he's he's good at the game it's as simple as that and yeah. when you chill out and you kind of think about it and you're laughing about it afterwards it does kind of make sense that sometimes yeah look shit does happen but at the same time sometimes you are at fault for it and I just think in me including myself in this I'd never really admit that like I made a wrong pass until I've come down from the annoyance of it like when I'd be, yeah, play, yeah. I'd be playing with my brother and we literally sit beside each other couch co-op and it tests our relationship no end because I'd be fucking nearly hitting him in a box if he doesn't pass me the ball and he'd be saying like we concede a goal and he, I'd be saying like oh that's that's so stupid like why didn't he do this and then he'd say to me well you lost the ball out in the wing like what were you doing why didn't you pass it quicker and there's kind of a little argument that goes and then sometimes I make the odd mistake of going back into the replay and I'll convince myself that I didn't do what I did, but then when he shows me the replay back, and vice versa with him, um, but I'm worse than him. But it is definitely something that, like, we could literally talk about this for about three or four hours nonstop about examples, about different things, how it works. Um, I mean, there definitely is something to be said about consecutively winning games because I think the people that are good at PEZ whether you define being good at PEZ as to you know like getting used to the mechanics of the game or just getting you know the best players like there's two different ways of looking at that I think Mm -hmm. the best players still do rise to the top and I don't think that that would happen consecutively or consistently if there was some sort of you know underlying predetermination of what was going to happen results wise on the pitch yeah, I mean, I mean, if you look at it, no one, nobody's turning around to Etorito and going, ah, do you know what? You keep slamming bods in every tournament that you're in. Yeah, but that's all scripting. Mm. No, no, no one's turning around and saying that. Do you know what I mean? And that's how ludicrous it'd be sounding. You'd be taking somebody like Etorito, or you know, not to name drop pro players, but you take somebody like Alex Alguacil. You take somebody like that, and you go, actually, only reason you're at the top is because of scripting. Yeah. It's it, when you put it like that, it is something that is completely ludicrous to say. Mm. Um, but let's let's get onto some let's get some brighter stuff. Yeah, let's so, go, man. Yeah, let's get let's get onto some brighter stuff because you know we could we could take be here all day. Take me out of this hole. <laughs> I will take you out of this hole and I'll <laughs> dig you onto the train track that is the Pez 2020 hype train. Oh, so so here is. It, it, I was going to say it's the sun is shining. There's trees, the birds are singing. <laughs> I've closed everybody's, my eyes. I'm visualizing. <laughs> so everybody's here. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you, what would be the one thing that they or I say they what would be the one thing that Konami would mention or Konami would release during the run up to PES 2020 that would get you the most excited? <sighs> you put me on the spot here. Uh... Well, I've got to be a co-host, haven't I? <laughs> I just, can't just let you set the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Um, fuck, there's there's so many. I mean, there's so many, but I'm not going to give you a, a generic response here. I'm going to be very, very specific. And it would be, for me personally, even though I am a massive online, massive my club player, I love the co-op aspect. It's 
what to me what would blow my mind would be some sort of online master league experience that would be my ultimate like i talk about playing my club here with my brother um what i would love is some sort of master league experience where you can invite people into your game and play it it's something similar to nba 2k have been doing it for years that would be gun to my head if i was designing the game in the morning selfishly it wouldn't be my club it wouldn't even be classic master league it would be kind of like some sort of co-op fucking hybrid between like playing with buddies that i can invite you to a game so say i'm playing manchester united in the cup final or the champions league final and i'm like oh do you know what like they have a serious squad they're after buying garrett bale and Sulcher yeah. is at the wheel, Ollie's at the wheel, he's after going crazy, and Bap is up front with fucking Sulcher's togged out himself. I need Weza here. I'm going to include Weza here. So I invite you in to my Master League and you play. Something like that would be my yeah, ultimate yeah, dream. Yeah. Now, for PES 2020, yeah. I could be jumping ahead. It mightn't be till PES 21 or PES 22 or even ever. It might not come to PES. They might want to keep Master League separate, but that would be it. Or else, of course. Roy Keane as a legend. That would be my straight off. Yeah, uh, the return yeah. of we'll the defaults. Back. The return of we'll the defaults. Or we'll bring back Hearty as a uh, as yeah. a as a master league legend. Be, that would be a close a close. I tell you what, that that'd be a good shout, wouldn't it? And I did see somebody put this on Twitter. So shout out to who I've pinched this idea from. I can't remember exactly who it is, but I saw somebody who was like, "Oh, well, why don't they just put like all the master league players in as like legends?" Yeah, I think it might have even been Bardinsky. It was, Bar- it was Bardi, yeah. Yeah, it I knew it was, was Bardi. Shout, shout, shout out Bardinsky. Um, um, he was saying <laughs> to have it that instead of... I think he was saying instead of having the... Instead of winning GP and coins and stuff, or spins in my club, to have it that you unlock a, uh, like a default player. So yeah. instead of getting a chance at spinning for one of the black balls in my club, you could just get a guaranteed... You just trade classic. it in. yeah. yeah. That That'd would be, be I mean there's 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 definitely so much that they could and should do um in terms of the actual basic structure of the game but yeah I think yeah. if we are going to be going big and this is you know obviously the podcast this is what it's for that would be something that I'd like to do I mean I play a lot of NBA 2K and for fans of people that play that that is in that that there's a completely customizable league that you can mm-hmm. you can pretty much do whatever you want you can you can put the New York Knicks playing in fucking Las Vegas you can like uproot the whole franchise and change things around make new rules for the actual rules of the league um mm-hmm. there's a load of stuff that you can do so i would like to see them do that and kind of have a hybrid what about yourself <laughs> Well, I've, I'm I'm going to give an honourable mention first of all to the or to to a renovation of the the online infrastructure as as it's been well documented uh, through through since the I think it, I think some people have mentioned it since around about oh six oh seven that the the online infrastructure of the game needs looking at in terms of its actual stability in terms of the connections, yeah. you know obviously that that would be there for a vanity thing though if they would turn around to me and go, Wes, you know how you love to commentate right? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, Konami, you know I love to commentate. Well, all we're going to do is we're going to allow you to spectate people's games. That would be class, for, actually. For like me, a theater for me as, kind of thing. Yeah, because for me as a, uh, as a content creator, if you can imagine, like, I, I, you know, it's Friday Night Lights and we decide, oh, actually, I'm going to run a 16-man tournament and it's going to be on stream and I'm just going to have, like, I'm just going to stream commentate over somebody's game. 
So basically, I then kind of commentate over that game. A spectator mode would go, to, you know, as a vanity thing. Spectator mode would be great. Yeah. In terms of that would be, that would be something that would get me extremely excited. Um, not and like we said, I don't know. I know that probably there are people already diving at their their phones or smart devices, going, "What do you mean you want a spectator mode?" That there are plenty of other things. Hence why the honourable mentions of online infrastructure, the addition of my my club content, and uh, you know other things. You know, obviously the renovation of the game modes. There's loads of stuff in there. But we were talking purely as a if they were to mention that, and it's like a you know it's a it's a thing that you would get. You know, you would get extremely hyped for. Um, flip side, though, what would what would turn you off? What would if they if they announced going coming soon? This is going to happen. What would immediately go, or at least would take a knock on 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 your your anticipation for the game? God, there's two there's two things that I don't think should ever be touched in in a Pez game, and. I don't care how shit it is or how bad the mode is or whatever. It's Master League should never be taken out and that would be a mm-hmm. massive thing for old school me. And yep. it would take a lot of nostalgia away. And I think from an actual practical point of view, I think edit mode if they touched edit mode to the point where a lot of you know, a lot of a lot of Pez is about creating your own experience, mixing and matching things and doing what you want to do, creating kits, whatever. Um I think it's a huge part of the essence of it, so those two things what about yourself i think i think for me i think it would be a case and and this will sound like a weird thing but i will i will flesh this out okay cool i think i think if they were to announce any new game modes and i'm, I'm waiting for the deathly signs i'm, waiting for, <laughs> I'm I can, just i can I'm hear just like, where's he going with this i can hear i can hear the cogs standing in barry's head i can hear he's like where's this going so the reason why i say if they were to announce any new game modes is that i don't feel that there has been enough done to the game modes that they have at the moment for them to warrant them going, we've got a new game mode. Good cover, good cover. I, I would much rather see them go, hey, we've renovated Become a Legend. We've yeah. made Become a Legend one of the best experiences that's going because, to be honest, when you, you know, you, you do your career modes on, on the F word, you know, you do your, you do your career modes and you do your kind of, you know, uh, you know, you've got universe mode on, on WWE. You've yeah. got, you know, your, um, is it my, my career on NBA? Yeah, there's, there's, You're my yeah, on NBA. yeah, it is. Yeah. So you've, so you've got those game modes, which have a far bit more depth in them than become a legend. If they come out, but you know what, we've completely reinvented become a legend yeah. and we've made it brilliant as it is, you know, as I've said before, master league, you know, it was its bread and butter. It was the foundation that this game was built on. It deserves far more respect. I'm sure that there's a soundbite you could probably cut in there, you know, from three podcasts or four <laughs> podcasts in a row that I've been on. It's it's been the the lifeblood of this game for so long. It deserves a bit more recognition. You know, there are there are loads of different things that you could add. My, my club, as I've said before, is 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 kind of the content is kind of a one and done. Once Thursday hits, you've done your online challenge cup, and a week later, you come back round for the My Challenge Cup. You know, you, you know, you you open your featured players. Um, you know, give us give us something more to do with the game. You know, the 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 game has a fan base that is always yearning to have more of it. So just give us a bit more. Yeah. You know. No, I definitely agree with you. It's it's kind of just it all goes back. No matter what conversation we have, or no matter what topic it is, it's all going to go back to 
give us more content, go in this direction, go in this direction, whatever. And we all have opinions on it. Sometimes those yeah. opinions aren't realistic. Like I know that my opinion of having a fully featured franchise mode um, is probably going to be something that you know I find very hard to to accept if it's not you're always comparing it to other games and stuff and it's 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 always kind of difficult to to i suppose limit your expectations for something um and on your point with Matt, with become a legend i mean become a legend has the potential to be a huge game i mean somebody i, I don't know who was saying it or was i having a conversation with somebody if somebody had a really good idea and i actually think it could have been it could have been a fifa tread actually i'm not even too sure it was a pez tread but i was having a conversation with somebody and they were saying that why not at the start of the game create an avatar so you basically create your pro and every single thing you do with that pro eventually leads up to him being ranked up you know like getting up in the rating so if you're yeah. playing to become a legend or if you're playing with him in your master league team or you're playing with him whatever and eventually you can import that pro once he gets to level 75 or so into your my club team so that every single player has a unique player in their my club team if you get me mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. you might have a strike force of three months into the game cycle you're going to be seeing ronaldo you're going to be seeing messi you're going to be seeing aguero and then oh hold on here's weza like who the fuck is this fella he's after popping in two <laughs> goals he's 81 yeah. rated center forward in the mold of fucking john hartson or fucking niall quinn so hey, less than a, <laughs> less than a fat you <laughs> <laughs> but um that wasn't even a slag that was just the style of player i was saying it's not you're not going to be a world beater do you know at 81 oh <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just digging me out here. I'm digging myself a hole here. Um, but I thought that was actually a really interesting idea that you kind of get invested in a player. That's you, and you wouldn't have to name him Weser. You wouldn't have to name him, you know, after yourself. You could make a completely fictional, become a legend, and just just yeah. kind of do it from that, and and kind of work it in. I think that would add a bit of longevity or longevity into the game cycle. Um, but it would also give you an incentive to play every game mode. Yeah, because you take him from you take him from become a legend to go. Oh, okay, well you've you've now got him as like a he can then be a free a free agent signing in master league. So it gives your default team a master league head start. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then also you can import him into my club. And there's loads of different ways you could, you could go with that. Yeah. Um, it's just a bit of know, thinking outside the box of how to implement it fairly without somebody making a seven foot two centre yeah. forward with ninety nine head like you know, there'd obviously have yeah. to be limits to that yeah. because that's a huge problem in NBA two K for the last well, you couple do it of the seasons. Way, well you do it the way that that FIFA would do it in the sense of is that your build and your you know your weight and your height depend oh will on your stats, yeah. Will will then affect your stats depending yeah. on how you do it. So if you have, you know, somebody's built in the, the, the style of Christian Pavon, he might be lightning quick, but you know, a breeze could knock him over. Mm. You know, whereas if you build somebody in the the build of Lucina Troyore, he might be the best header on God's green earth, but he will turn like a truck, and his first touch will be awful. Yeah, you know, um, you know, and like you said, there has to be some type of limits to it. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of thinking outside the box, and you know, I'm I'm not going to say that I am, you know. The you know the 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 fountain of all knowledge or the fountain of all ideas, but <laughs> because God knows I'm not, but I, I just think there just needs to be a little bit of kind of blue sky thinking with what they can do with the game modes that they have, or or, or more in case of whether there's the 
the the impetus to do that you know that there's you know we we i suppose it's it, it it's it's a it's a thing to say that you know we never quite know what direction konami want to go in but more importantly i think when the information comes through to konami they're not quite sure what direction to go in because you know me and you could sit here and have a you know a two-hour conversation as to oh well you know this is the way we want to go with it but you know you might get sep on you might get ricky on or the true bridge you might get you know um you might get uh, I'm, I'm struggling to think of names here um, but you, you'd get people on that would have multiple different ideas and multiple different ways of how they would take it. Yeah. But everybody will have their own individual idea, you exactly, know. Yeah. And and I think I think they have that much information going in that it's quite hard for them to to kind of differentiate between what they should do and what they shouldn't do. Yeah. But then I also think that there is something to be said for what is the the what are the kind of offices in Japan seeing versus what the guys in in Europe scene. Yeah. You know, in terms of priorities and things like that. So yeah, I think, I think one area that Konami have really, really got nailed down, or not even nailed down, but they've they've got kind of got it into a good place over the last couple of years. I think is streamlining what fans want, the majority of fans want. And that might up that might upset a couple of people. That might piss off people I'm not going to be on a podcast and saying things that are going to cater to the crowd. And, you know, if I feel something, I'm going to say it straight out. Yeah. So that's yeah, just the way I always am. But I think, I think Konami have, I think their whole, they might have, I don't think that they've ever, for lack of a better an- analogy, I don't think they've ever hit a 180. And you will get that analogy from, from, <laughs> from your dark days. I don't think they've ever hit a 180, but I think they've gone very close with some of the stuff that they could control. Um, I think people forget the over the last couple of years. I think people have like have forgotten the hype that was originally there when the the, the first legends started to 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 peak into my club. When you had the Barcelona legends, you had Henri, you had Ronaldo, you had Ronaldinho. Oh, you know oh, what I mean? I'll, there was I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll correct you on that. That wasn't the first batch of legends. Yeah, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm when... gonna I'm gonna do him on his own <sighs> knowledge here, folks. Such a dick. I'm going to do one of his own knowledge. So it was Baggio, it was Roberto Carlos, it was uh, uh, Luis Figo. Figo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. that people didn't actually start to get really hyped. I think people have forgotten how hyped they were when Henri yes. and Ronaldo yeah. and stuff were announced. I know Baggio was huge, Figo was huge, but I think... Well, yeah, but at the time, even with those five, it was huge. But yeah. then when you said you saw legends that weren't even announced i think when maradona dropped yeah. my timeline just went berserk yeah. you know it's it's and like you said it's that it's that little bit of pes 2017 was in itself was one of the better releases from a content standpoint because mm. you had so many legends you could pick up you could open a, a ball and it might land on a gold but you might still have that idea of oh actually i might still pick up a cadaver here yeah. or i might pick up patrick cliver it yeah. wasn't like oh okay well i've opened a pack and oof, i don't know if i've got a, you know i don't know if i've got a legend or not and it's it you know i just think and, and and again that 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 you know I could speak about legends till till the cows come home in terms of how I would do it, but again one man's opinion is probably not the way that a majority would do it, or yeah. even a minority would do it. It could just be one man's opinion. Exactly. Um, like if you were if I was to, if I was to sit down with you and and Konami we're in a room, and two of us were kind of to make up, if they said okay, where's Barry? 
the two of you are going to make my club and you're going to make campaigns for three months like me and you would probably end up arguing with each other over what we would both want like from a really selfish way because everyone like everyone has a different opinion on what they would like to see some people don't want any featured players some people want only featured like do you know what i mean it's so hard some people want more featured players yeah yeah do they keep in featured players for PES 2020? Do you, do you want to see them keep in featured players, classic players? Do you want to see them bring in icons like they've brought into to FIFA? Do you want to see them bring in... I saw a screenshot today, actually. I remember the... I can't think of the, the, the term it was coined back in, in PES. I don't know, what is it, PES 15 or whatever? But it was it was play, it was was like player moment cards. Like Iniesta had one when he was young and he had a full head oh, of hair. Oh, the, um, the ambassadors. Ambassadors, yeah. Or whatever it yeah. was called, it was... Yeah. It's escaped me at the moment, but you had uh, you had Aubameyang, Kagawa, yeah. yeah, your man Gabigol or Gabit, whatever yeah, his yeah. name was, yeah, you had uh, Gabriel Barbosa, yeah, and, uh, yeah the really fast yeah. guy as well, hadn't you? Babi Baba or can't think of his name now. Some terrible uh, Aubameyang, Aubameyang, you had Aubameyang, you had the star in his hair, yeah, you had the you had the star in his hair, yeah. But who was the other guy that I'm thinking of? Babi, you had, Babi, you had... no, not Babiak. What's his name? Oh, um, uh, Bagayoko. Ah, there we go. That's him. I couldn't think. I don't know was he won, but I just remembered it. Remember? Oh, he was. Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't Bagayoko. It was Bam Bangida. Ba- ah, go. that's him. That's him. That's him. There you go. <laughs> Fucking some man, boy. Some memory on you. You're like an elephant man there. Yeah, well, the, you know, it comes back to me from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible with with names. I'm excellent with faces. I'll never forget a face, but I'm actually terrible with names. So if I ever forget your name, don't be offended or anybody else <laughs> this. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is difficult to know and it's all about different opinions and different, but I do think back to my original point, I do think that what they've been able to do, especially like when we were at, when we were at Pez Day and stuff, the first Pez Day, when the, when the legends were announced, the actual hype there was unbelievable in terms of like, I actually can't believe that these guys are going to be in a Pez game. Mm. And it was like to the point where just couldn't wait to get a hold of them, play with them spinning them it was just really exciting and I think that's kind of been overshadowed this year the fact that there are really cool legends in there I think we've almost started to take the likes that we can play with Maradona and stuff for granted compared to like a couple of years back so it's kind of like when you add featured players like Zayach or whatever and he's 96 overall it kind of pisses on the legends that you're thinking okay Maradona is nearly rated lower than him when you get him first like you know, I think that's what's overshadowed it. I don't think it's been that the fact that people aren't happy with the, the legends or anything. I think it's just been, again, I think they've done a really good job on what they've been able to do in offering the campaigns. But I just think that there needs to be a little bit more thought into how you acquire them. Other ways to acquire them rather than just one or two agents every month. And then, you know, maybe bring in some sort of aspect to it where, I don't know, as you said, and I agree with you, maybe a point where you'd be able to earn them in other modes earn them offline earn them mm-hmm. some other different way that there would be certain unique challenges like you could have a challenge a week I mean that would be something yeah. very sim- simple to do well they they did it with the Borussia Dortmund ones last year didn't they yeah um, you had a, you had the the was it one one every was it one every two days or one every day but I think you it had was a, one every day was, actually or was yeah it, it was yeah. one it was one every day, and basically you had a legend a le- versus calm legend, which yeah. I, I thought was great. I mean, granted, it was a it was a it was a really tough game to play, yeah. but 
Do you know what? The fact that you got a reward out of it, which was a legend, mm. and to be fair, some of the legends were actually quite good, even though yeah. they were underrated. Um, the, the fact that you had that facility there and you knew what you were getting at the end, yeah. you knew you were getting a legend. It wasn't like, oh, well, you've got a chance at a legend plus the legend selection, yeah. or, you know, which I know that, again, a lot of people have a, a, a thing about, mm. you know. Um, I, I think that this, it's almost the certainty of what you were getting was 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 reassuring because it wasn't like, oh, do you know what? I've gone, you know, 120 minutes playing this com and I've just beat him on penalties. And then I've just ended up with a 67 rated silver. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like it's that it's that that can sometimes kind of sour the water or sour the well, mm. uh, if that made sense. Okay, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Go on. Give me a hypothetical creative way of getting David Beckham. Challenge in, ter- in ter- terms of a challenge pops up oh. on screen. Challenge of the week. Do this to get David Beckham. Guaranteed, David Beckham. One, oh, okay. two days okay. two days 20, 48 hours to get it uh, okay scenario mode um, basically you put in your fictitious Bayern Munich you take it back to 99 and you basically put in a scenario I know that you don't have the license for UEFA Champions League mm. it would have been nice if if when the the, the scenario was there or whether when the they had the license had they had this type of scenario mode um but I think they still have the license for the UEFA, don't they? Yeah. The um, Euro, Euro, the Euros. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for for Beckham, ooh, ooh, Beckham. Uh, yeah, no, I would still have that as a mode because obviously he took both corners that went in. Okay. So I'd be like, okay, you know, here's your two corners. You've got to, you know, take it back to scenario mode. Go, oh, okay, well you're three 0 down with ten minutes to go. You've got to get back to at least a draw. Or, or have a sliding scale of your rewards. So go, okay, well, if you if you manage to score one goal, you've got uh, an agent that has a 25% chance of getting Beckham. If you get two goals back, you know, there's a 50% chance. If you get it back to a draw, you got a 75% chance of getting him. If you win it, then 100% yours. Mm. So, like, for example, you're going to score four goals in 10 minutes on whatever difficulty they set out as. There you go. Bang. There's your, there's your, there's your challenge done. Mm-hmm. And you'd say have that as a separate kind of like standalone mode and then be able to like boot And up. then be able to draft it in. Yeah, yeah so go, in. okay, great. You've unlocked David Beckham. He's now available in your inbox. You go into my club, bash, there's X. Mm-hmm. You've unlocked him, job done. Yeah, and there's cross-promotional play there going on as well then because obviously... Well, it encourages you to play the game offline as yeah. well as on. Um, different modes. Yeah, like stuff like... Um, so if like if you're trying to get like Roberto Carlos, you'd be like replicate his free kick against France. Mm. Yeah, that would be kind of cool as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, do, do stuff that is related to the player that you're you're dealing with. Yeah. You know. Do you know what uh, I'd like to see? And it's I'm actually going to try and root out a video that I did a couple of years back for like kind of like an idea to to kind of put it put video audio audio to it. Um, I'd like to see dynamic challenges in. In, within my club itself that's what I'd like mm. to see and what I mean by dynamic challenges is every game I go into matchmaking I play a one-off match I just go in and I just say right I'm just going to play matchmaking normal mode divisions whatever in my club so I join up with Weza so I'm playing you and it pops up on screen have 65% possession in this match yeah, yeah, yeah. plus yeah. 2000 GP score 3 goals on Weza plus 5,000 GP. Such and such, Wes's striker, Sergio Aguero, insert name here, 
Sergio Aguero, Lewandowski, whoever is on fine form. He scored five in his last six games or seven games. Shut him down, get 20,000 GP. Like something something yeah, like yeah. that where... Like an objectives mode. Yeah, and my, my big thing about it was that... My big thing about it was that like... I'm down 4-0 in the first half and I'm getting absolutely spanked by a better player than me. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm either going to fucking... I'm just going to take the piss and score a couple of own goals or I'm going to quit or at I'm halftime. Gonna, yeah, or, or I'm going to set ne- the pad down. And nefarious nefarious yeah. fucking connection oh. issues. But um, Or I could just set the pad down and just be a baby or whatever I want to do. Or else I could sit down and I could grind out and just say, do you know what? I've lost the fucking... I've lost the battle, but I haven't lost the war. I'm going to get something out of this game. I'm going to score a goal. I'm going to stop Aguero from scoring. It would just be a challenge within a, within yeah. the match once the match has gone away from you, and it would it would cut out a lot of stupidness that you see online. Yeah, if yeah. you're getting constant rewards for losing, I'm sounding like yeah. one of those guys that say participation medals, but I don't want participation medals sent out because you still have to earn it. But yeah, it well, would be cool to do thing, something like it? that. That's the thing, isn't it? Is uh, again, kind of, uh, I'd like it. I'd liken that to kind of how they have it with the with the journey in FIFA. Is that obviously you'll set off with a certain set of objectives, mm. and then like I don't know, twenty minutes, half an hour into the game, you know, just example, playing as Man City, Pep will call me over to the sideline, and all of a sudden it will come up with new objectives. Make sure you see out the game. Make sure you score. Mm. Make sure you assist. Make sure your match rank is this. So, for example, if you're four nil down at half time. You could have like try not, you know, try not to concede another one. Mm. I know that would be passive yeah. aggressive game to basically have a go at you. Um, try not to concede another one. Um, um, you know, like you said, uh, ensure pass completion is above seventy uh, percent or whatever, um, and score two goals. You know, uh, and at least you know, and at least then, like you said, you have something to play on for. It's yeah. not just quit out or, or do whatever. That's a big. Uh, that's a big thing I think in online games now is that. Like when you play all the classic games, when you go back years and you go back and you go back to fucking, uh, you go back to the old Mario games, you go back to even any of the old like classic games like Metal Gear Solid or any of those games, Zelda or any of them. There's there's a reward no matter how many times you die or no ma- matter how many times you get lost. There's a reward in knowing that you're one step further to knowing where you need to go, what room you need to go into, what boss mm-hmm. you're going to encounter. Um, I suppose a recent example of that would be the Dark Souls games or that new one that's out there. I was just about to say that. Or whatever it's called. You know that you're going to go into a room and you're going to die. And it's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to die the same way again. I think with online games that are pick up and play, like Pez and like sports games and even like Fortnite and Apex and those Battle Royale games, there is a certain level of, okay, I'm not going to do that again. But there's such dynamic differences in what you do in every game. Every match is different. You know, every connection is different. Every team that you play is different. I think that if there was a constant reward, no matter what the outcome of the match, I think it would be (laughs) an incentive to keep playing. And I think that's the way that games like that are going to have to go eventually. I know in the, in the old, like the kind of black ops and call of duty and stuff, it was like, okay, I'm going to go on. I'm going to get absolutely spanked here by this team but I'm going to get my 10 kills and I'm going to rank up, which means I can prestige, which means I can get different guns, skins, and get a new perk and whatever, yeah. Yeah, but there's something there, or the same in something even as simple as, as Pokemon. It's like, okay, I'm going to keep training this Pokemon up and up and up, and eventually 
I just think at the moment with Pez, it's very much do or die that you're either going to win the match or you're going to lose the match. And there's so much punishment for losing a match. And yeah. then that obviously comes in the pride thing and you lose you lose to somebody and the Pez community is kind of a small enough place. You're eventually going to lose to somebody that you don't want to lose to. And that opens up a whole can of like, oh my God, like I'm just going to quit here and say that there was connection issues or I'm just going to say, you know what I'm saying? Like it does happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it does. So like, would you, like one thing though, Wes, like they already have a very basic like kind of challenges in game like if you play like when you first play the game if you string together 20 passes or you do a roulette or you do a chop back or any of the tricks even if you run to the fucking side of the pitch the hordens or the corner flag when you score a goal you get gp for it like like once yeah off. There, there is that but i think i think there needs to be something uh, like yeah it, something something and again it goes back to consistent and it goes back to it goes back to you know regular kind of rewards not necessarily something you can just take advantage of but yeah. just something that will keep you ticking over mm-hmm. something that will keep you invested in each game you know um i think that's 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 where it needs to to kind of be or that's where i would i would pitch it yeah. i mean I, I don't know about you but i'm going to i'm going to throw out a question here which i i kind of in the run up to obviously the release of pez and obviously you know kind of going forward on the podcast I, I want this to kind of be what, like, almost our closer. So I, I'm telling you to be quiet, basically. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. So I think our closer really should be is at this stage. Not we obviously we don't know anything, but obviously we have only got what what we've got in front of us in terms of PES 2019. On the strength of PES 2019 as it stands, will you be pre-ordering PES 2020? Yeah, I will. I will. I've enjoyed PES 2019 for what I've wanted out of it. I've enjoyed my co-op. I've got my I've got my my games worked out of the game. I've played nearly over 800 co-op matches. So, as annoying and all as it can be, as frustrating as some of the experiences can be on it, I definitely will. I am really looking forward to PES 2020. Um, it's something that I mean, I've played PES since back in the Nintendo 64 days so I suppose there's an attachment there as well it's the only game that I've continued to play like my whole life so mm-hmm. there's a lot of that as well to it um, mm-hmm. but I suppose if I was to strip it, strip it down and it's something that probably a lot of people can begrudgingly relate to no matter how annoying Pez gets sometimes and no matter how you know whatever it can be there's always an itch to play a football game like yeah. all it takes is yeah. one fucking moment of magic from Messi or Ronaldo or something like that or a really good game or your team to be challenging for the league title and the itch will come for you to fucking uh-huh. go on and play a game of Pez or go on and play a game of football before you answer I suppose your part of that question do you think that the like Pez gameplay is at a high point at the moment I know it needs to improve but do you think the actual core gameplay is on the right track or is at a place now where it feels kind of it feels good when you're passing the ball around when it does what you want to do I know you'll get shit games I know you'll get games where the ball is mm-hmm. going everywhere it's scrappy things are happening that shouldn't be happening but overall do you think that the gameplay is at a point where or do you just completely disagree with me I think there's I think I think for me I think there's there's certain there's certain parts of the gameplay that need to prove more than anything else okay. I think I think yes it is on the right track in certain ways so for example the um 
you know, for in terms of the the attacking movement, in terms yeah. of your actual players and how they move forward. Yeah, yeah, and I was very bad. The, the, but I would say for me, it's little. It's the little things that you notice. So, for example, a ball over the top will go. You know, yeah, and it's probably happened to you, God knows how many times, maybe. Mm-hmm. But ball will go over the top. You'll be on a race with the 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 attacker. So your defender's facing a goal. He goes to kind of control it with his chest, and you're hammering square to your heart's content but it doesn't clear it mm. because it's stuck in some type of animation whereby it kind of chests it and then it lingers in the air for far too long. And by the time you've you've been able to actually see the player react, your forward snuck in there and Aguero's made it 1-0. Yeah. Um, it's it's a similar one where you, you know, a ball will be going on an angle yeah. into on the floor. Um, your defender, as I'm saying this, I'm trying to imagine this myself, but your defender will come in diagonally towards the ball. Um, you will ready up your clearance, but the forward gets in just before you, and it does this weird little animation where it kind of half clears, half tries to clear it. It does this yeah. little weird hop kind of animation yeah, where it I know looks the like one you're exactly talking about worrying. Yeah, enough. yeah, and it, it's 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 the animations for me. And it's it's the animations and it's the responsiveness. Yeah, there's there's something to be said about the animations for the goalkeepers. Um, although they have been better than in recent years, they still need a lot of improvement. Mm. And I think for me, in terms of responsiveness, that is the key thing on any football game. Yeah. I, I liken it this way: with Pez, it's slower, but in times it can be far less responsive. Yeah. When you play FIFA, it's like playing air hockey, but at least the game is responsive to mm. what you're. I mean, it's 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 overly responsive because you know people can do ridiculously hyper realistic. Like it's it's well, well, hyper manic realistic. Yeah, it's it's hyper manic. You know, it's it's you know, but I think that's where it falls is that it's Pez's job to be the counterbalance. Yeah. So I want to see a more methodical game. I want to see something where you know exploits are at a minimum i know that with with games there are going to be exploits and there are going to be people out there who actively see exploits mm-hmm. i know we even mentioned one at the beginning of the of the, of the, the kind of the, the podcast where i spoke about the corners but if you win a near close flick your defense pretty much freezes yeah you can't they're not used to, they're not able to defend it like they're not able to defend it yeah. pretty much if you win the flick on that pretty much freezes your defense and then that's it it's and similar then, to the and... like you can see one of the big one of the big things as well is um and I've only actually noticed it I suppose in the last maybe two or three months properly properly. But if you get if a ball is going out from a kick out, like a high ball is coming, like the defender just gets stuck behind the, the attacker. So if Ronaldo has mm-hmm. his back to the defender, you actually can't burst out the back of the def- out of the striker. Even if you wanted to foul him. You can't burst out. You just get stuck behind the striker, waiting for the striker to do to jump or to do whatever. So you have to manually, like, nearly auto cancel and manual out of the trajectory of the ball, and then try and like run up to the header. So like, it is easy to counteract it, but in this day and age, you shouldn't have to counteract it. It should just be a thing where it's like, okay, Ronaldo is standing here waiting for the ball. I'm either going to give the player the option to bust out through him and foul him, or to actually jump the same time as the striker i just think it's kind of like a, a a quick a quick fire balance thing where it's like okay the defenders can't be too overpowered but i think they just kind of like paper over the crack of actually instead of fixing the complete animation cycle 
they just basically say, okay, Ronaldo's going to win this nine times out of ten because he's big and he's got 94 heading. So yeah. I agree with you on that. I I guess when I'm... Do, do you know what I always go back to? And we can end it here if you want to because it's it's probably a bit of food for thought as well. We can't really fully explore it. I always go back to this, right? If you were to pick up Pez at launch and treat it like a similar game that you pick up. So I don't know what game you're thinking of getting... Are you thinking of getting like a game in the future? I don't know. Give me a name there, like Days Gone. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Okay, Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. So if you pick up Mortal Kombat 11, I don't think you're going to play as many hours on that as you're going to play on Pez. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, that's okay. fair. So how many hours of Pez should we expect from a game every year? Like... Do you get what I'm asking? Oh, I, you, kind I, yeah, of? yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, and I, and I think I think that's that's kind of that that is an important point. Is that with football games, you you are naturally going to pick holes in stuff that is, you know, you, because of the repetitive nature of picking up a game and playing, like you said, two, three hours, three, two, three, four, five hours in a go. You are naturally going to find more holes in the game quicker in those types of games. Than you are if, like you said, you just randomly play Mortal Kombat for an hour. You know you're going to pick up exploits. You know because there are exploits in every game. You see, in, like you know, for example, you see in like Street Fighter, you see in Super Smash Brothers, you see in fighting games quite quite routinely. Yeah. You see in Call of Duty, you see in Battlefield, you see it in every game. It's just with 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 Pez and with FIFA, it is far more apparent because again, football or soccer, depending on where you're listening to this. It's one of the most popular games on the planet. Mm-hmm. Therefore, everybody wants to play and everybody wants to get better and everybody wants to be a part of, you know, a competitive, you know, a competitive side of things. Um, for me to kind of just dial it back to, to, to my original question, I, for me personally, I can't see myself pre-ordering it at this stage. Okay. I think it's I think it's got to a stage now for me where I'm kind of like, okay, you're actually going to have to get my attention here. That's not me being braggadocious. That's not me trying to say, oh, well, I'm bigger than the game. That's mm. that's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is, is that I need to see, hear, and be able to experience something different than what we have on the table right now. Um, I think it's got to that stage. But obviously, for in terms of the content, if you wrap up the content and you wrap up the modes and you wrap up everything that I've mentioned here today, I can't kind of sit here and go yeah i'm still gonna pre-order it you know yeah i i, I need to see something that's gonna go okay where's we hear you we got you we're gonna sort this we're gonna do this this and this mm. you know if they were to come out tomorrow and go guess what we've got uh we've got our online infrastructure sorted we've actually completely renovated it we've taken out uh the supposedly archaic system that they have and replaced it with a brand fresh new up-to-date top of the range or top of the job system great that's that's step one step two by the way our micro content we're actually freshening that up we're going to have daily content as opposed to weekly yeah brilliant great stuff third if they would stay around to me and go oh and finally and this is the thing i haven't mentioned yet we've got ourselves a handy in-game anti-cheat detection system mm. um where you can if you feel as though you've been wronged, you can record it in game. You can post a ticket and get something looked into there and then, yeah. rather than having to go to a to a website and filling in a form and all these other things. You know, 
make it easier for people to record this stuff or just make an effective anti-cheat system in itself. Mm. So, you know, if they detect something funny going on with somebody's connection, they immediately just go, uh, to, you know, if you, you know, or, or carry out a ping test yeah, or have, have the latency bar, for example, for when we load up, give us the option to quit out if we've got a bad connection that we're up against yeah. rather than going into the game and it going oh you've got 15 minutes you know you're 15 in-game minutes you can quit out if you want but the other person has to agree to it as well yeah. and nine times out of ten they don't agree because they'll just carry on playing you know give us something where we can help ourselves yeah uh, that that would be my point help us help you help us yeah that's a good catchphrase yeah yeah, yeah it's a, it's it's a good way to end it i suppose on that because we obviously there is there obviously is respect between me and you you know we can disagree with each other we have different points and that's that's what may, will make this podcast i think entertaining before we <laughs> even bring on another guest or two we have a couple of good guests lined up but it's just about me and you have very different ideas about the game and i think that yeah. if we were to sit down and have this conversation with anybody and anybody that comes on to this podcast i think are going to have different ideas than me or you um you know with with certain things and that's why i think i think it's always good to have have a conversation about it and to be vocal about it you know and you can be vocal about something in a a non-abusive way like it's okay to respectfully disagree with somebody and it's the same with feedback it's the same with whichever direction that you want to go the people that are enjoying pez you know they they shouldn't be crucified for enjoying pez and the people that don't enjoy pez shouldn't be made feel like they need to be abandoned or cast out like it should be just a dialogue that okay we can learn from people that don't enjoy pez and wanted to improve to the people that are enjoying pez you know why are they enjoying pez what are they getting out of it so yeah i mean it's going forward that's kind of the angle to be going with get feedback done in a respectful way understand and be realistic of the situation with the, you know the development of a game and its cycle and all that stuff and that might be something that we go into in the next episode as well Wes. yeah i've <laughs> enjoyed uh, it man i've enjoyed just spitballing with you is it spitballing? Is that what it's called? Spitballing. Oh well, I, I call I call it spitballing. Is that what it, is that what the phrase is? Well, it's it's a phrase. Okay. I don't know whether it's the right one. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure some Americans will will, will put it's us right a, if it's it wrong. An American phrase, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shooting the breeze. Uh, sh- shooting yeah, the breeze. The breeze and spitballing. Yeah, spitballing yeah. is is my personal phrase. We I'm usually, sure Brian will tell us. We usually, sure talk, will tell us. we usually just say talking shite in Ireland. Yeah. Well, that's 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 you. That's, that's us. Yeah. That's Bog, it. Bogger that's style. Potato style. But um, yeah, man. Do you want to end it there? I'll let you do yeah. the outro because I did the intro. Oh yeah. Well, uh, this has been uh, the Wesertron. I get first bit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> this has been uh, it's been the Midnight Kid and the Wesertron for the Pez Universe podcast, episode one of the fifty seventh reboot. <laughs> and um, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>